That's true. Maybe I'm just incapable of feeling empathy, which, you know, I'll just have to have a little talk with someone about that. Welcome to Tech Tales. I'm Corbin Davenport. And I'm Evan Hirsch. And today we're back for the last part of our series on the Samsung Galaxy Note 7, which was that exploding phone from 2016 that uh, was a mess. In the last part, we talked about the initial recall Samsung setup, and we talked about some of the exploding phones that were from that first batch. And then we talked about how the quote-unquote fixed Note 7 that was not supposed to blow up was still blowing up. And then we mentioned that Samsung started a recall for the fixed Note 7 on October 13th of 2016. And by that point, there were 96 reports of Note 7 batteries overheating just in the United States. So that's where we're at. We're in. We're still in late 2016 here good thing is this is the this is the this is the worst thing that happens that year corbin so (laughs) yeah Uh, nothing else went wrong in 2016 everything was fine um but yeah so we every everything is everything's on fire literally and metaphorically yeah so this is around the time Samsung starts being more aggressive with the software updates for the note 7 that basically bricks them in different ways to try to get anyone still holding on to these phones to go to Samsung and exchange or, or, or go to wherever they bought the phones from. We already talked about in, I believe, the second part that some Note 7s received an update that reduced the battery capacity to 60%, I believe. Right. Yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah. So on December 12th of 2016... Samsung pushed an update to Note 7 phones in Canada that shut down the Wi-Fi and Bluetooth radios. Oh. And then they later worked with the cell networks in Canada to actually block Note 7s from connecting to towers. So it it was no longer usable as a phone. A couple days later, on December 15th, Samsung started rolling out an update to Note 7 phones in the United States that prevented them from charging above 30%. Just making it worse and worse. Yeah. Reading about all these different updates kind of gives the impression that each country's version of Samsung was like trying a different way <laughs> to get people yeah. to take the phones back. Because like, I, I would have expected all these to kind of roughly follow the same pattern, but they were doing different downgrades in different countries. And it seems like maybe it wasn't super coordinated. It could be that Samsung is one of those like multinational corporations like uh, where... They have essentially all these branches that are semi-autonomous for each region, right? right? And they essentially take their own individual actions rather than having like a central corporate that more or less kind of micromanages everything, which I wouldn't be shocked. It's what Samsung seems like, right? They seem like they're one of those companies and that's how they operate. Yeah, it might have been that. It might have also just been maybe they, they weren't legally allowed to do certain software downgrades in some regions that's a good one too yeah yeah like the next example i have here is is actually a a good case of that on december 19th 
Samsung rolled out another update for Note 7 phones in the U.S. that prevented them from charging at all. So once right. you install this update, the phone would no longer charge. However, Verizon initially refused to push this update to its Note 7 phones. And they said, quote, we will not push a software upgrade that will limit the ability for the Note 7 to work as a mobile device in the heart of the holiday travel season. We do not want to make it impossible to contact family, first responders, or medical professionals in an emergency situation, quote. Okay, I think that's a pretty fair response, though. Yeah, this is December 19th. Probably a lot of people are traveling. You don't want to be stuck at the airport with no phone. That really sucks. Oh, boy, this is December? Didn't, like, the recall start... Like, the recall was almost basically done by, like, October at this point, right? Like, by October, you should have given your phone back. Yes, the recall for the first Note 7 was, I believe, late August, early September. The recall for the second Note 7 was at the end of October. Okay, so people have had, like, a full month to give back their exploding phone. Yes. I I feel like at this point, you should just push the update that bricks it like if if people have not given their phone back you're being you're essentially almost a flight risk yeah so you shouldn't do that now verizon did eventually push this update they just waited until january 5th that makes sense and verizon also at this point did the thing that some carriers in canada did where they blocked the note 7 from connecting to their network so like you couldn't actually use it as a phone even if you refuse to download the update that limited the charge capacity. Wow. That's like death by a thousand cuts at this point, right? Like, what yeah. is it? You can't charge it. You can't call with it. You can't connect to Wi-Fi or Bluetooth if you have a Canada one. What can you do at that point? <laughs> you know, you can like... use it as a pipe bomb, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you can. It's a really um... good doorstop. You know, I bet the, the S pen is probably good for, like, picking your nose. It's true. It definitely is true, yeah. I don't know. It, like, it, it definitely makes sense. I see Verizon's whole thing with, like, you know, they can't do it. Uh, they, you know, they had to limit it. They had to do that recall. But also, you can't just, like, take away people's phones in the middle of the travel season. Regardless, I don't know. I mean, I feel like wherever the people are traveling, there's a Verizon store. So, like... Yeah, like, yeah. You're not going to remote Alaska. Like you're 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 flying to somewhere where there's a Verizon store that you can exchange it. Yeah, no. Like at, at this at this point, look, I get it. The Note's a great phone. I loved. It's well, not okay, worth dying over, though. Definitely not worth dying over. So while all this was happening with the software updates, there's another public incident about the Note Seven. So on December twentieth, a American flight was delayed and almost diverted after someone had a Wi-Fi hotspot on the plane that was called Samsung Galaxy Note 7. Oh my god. So this one's really funny because someone on the plane was live tweeting it. And I think the tweets from this are still live. But basically this flight is in the air for about an hour until there's an announcement that asks, quote, if anyone has a Galaxy Note 7, please press your call button, quote. Oh my god. And no one's fessing up. Eventually the captain of the plane gets on the, you know, an announcement call. And he says, quote, this is the captain speaking. Apparently the plane is going to have to get diverted and searched if no one fesses up soon, quote. 
finally the person with that hotspot came forward and told the crew he didn't actually have a Note 7. So it, it was it was something else with the, the Wi-Fi network name set to the Note 7. As like a joke? Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty funny joke. I'm not going to lie. I assume it was a joke because it is pretty fun. Like, if, if you weren't in a compressed air cabin flying through the air with a possible explosive phone, it would be pretty funny. I mean, I, I, I think it's pretty funny regardless, <laughs> but that's just maybe my sense yeah. of humor. You know, you, yeah, yeah, we're not on the plane with the notes. <laughs> that's true. Maybe I'm just incapable of feeling empathy, which, you know, I'll just have to have a little talk with someone about that. But the, um, <laughs> no, the, um, that definitely like goes to show how like far and wide this whole problem was, right? Like, yeah, like we mentioned before that the FAA had already put out recommendations that the phone should not be on a plane or at the very least it should be powered off entirely. And, and with a lot of airplanes and airlines, that was like a message you heard while you're getting on the plane. It's like, if you have a note seven, turn it off. You don't want to see it. Yep. Now, with this story, again, like I'm pretty sure it was a joke. I did see some comments that claim that maybe this could have been this person had a Note 7 and then they returned it and transferred their data to another phone and that carried over the, the hotspot name, like in the settings. I, I That would have been... I can't find any no. information that that was the case. That doesn't make any sense. I... Like, yeah, because I don't. When, I don't know if no. Samsung's phones did that when you migrated data. I know they they saved like the list of Wi-Fi networks you had connected to with your old phone and like the passwords. But I don't. I don't know if it saved hotspot data. That'd be kind of weird. Yeah, that w- that would be weird, especially since like usually what is it? At least on uh, iOS and what Android phones that I used to use, the uh, hotspot data name was generally whatever your phone is called. You know, like Michael's Galaxy Note 7 or Michael's like Galaxy right. or something like that. Usually they're not like phone specific. So my thought is it was a joke. It was a great joke. So on January 23rd of 2017 is when Samsung announces the results of its internal investigation on the Note 7. So this whole time they've been trying to get to the bottom of why they've now released two phones that are blowing up. Mm-hmm. And now now we finally get some answers. So I'm going to read their statement. They said, quote, A short circuit within the battery may occur when there is damage to the separator that allows the positive and negative electrodes to meet within the jelly roll of the battery. Based on a detailed analysis of the affected batteries, both the battery from the first recall and the battery from the second recall, we identified separate factors that originated in and were specific to two different batteries. Quote. So basically, the batteries in that first batch of Note phones had casings that were too small. So the, the, essentially, like, okay. the battery was like crammed into a smaller physical space than it should have been. And that led to thermal failure and short-circuiting. And then that's what would cause the, the fire. Okay, and that, but that was only the first one. That was only the first one. So when that happened, Samsung did what I think was probably any company would have done here, and they switched to a different battery manufacturer for the, the second model. So they're like, okay, these batteries are bad. We need to go buy our batteries from someone else for the fixed one. Mm-hmm. However, the batteries from the second manufacturer 
had high welding burrs on the positive electrodes that caused the insulation tape to break. And also they found some battery cells that didn't have protective tape at all. Interesting. So those batteries were catching on fire for an entirely different reason. Huh. So the end result was the same on both phones. They were both catching on fire, but it was for completely different reasons. And the batteries were from entirely different places. So they... I'm I'm really proud. I haven't cursed so far. Uh, so <laughs> the uh, the battery failed for two totally separate. How yeah. that's just that I don't know. That just seems like bad luck. Also, when they did this announcement, they mentioned that ninety six percent of all Note Seven phones had been returned to the company. So by January twenty third, we have ninety six percent of the Note Seven phones back. So that, that's kind of how the recall's going at this point. Most of them are back to Samsung. However, plenty of people still didn't want to give their phones back. They didn't. There was a group of people that really thought the Note 7 was just better than anything else they could buy, and they didn't want to give it back because <laughs> you know there was no alternative to the Note 7 when it was discontinued. And they didn't want to wait for the Galaxy S8, which was coming in a few months, or the Galaxy Note 8, which was even farther away. Uh, so they just kept yeah. it. I shouldn't have to explain this, but you, you should not keep a phone that is blowing up on people. That's a bad idea. Yeah, you should not keep a phone that explodes. It's not good. It's not um, good. You shouldn't do that. Even if you think the phone is really cool, uh, it's not a good idea. Now, okay. Something I've, I have been thinking about, right? To be totally fair. The phone is definitely like a collector's item now, right? Yeah, like, sort of. Can you go on eBay and get one? Uh, can I get I one? Do, don't get one. <laughs> uh, okay, eBay doesn't let me. Oh, here we go. Oh wow, they're selling for a lot of money. I'm 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 kind of shocked actually, but nope, they're they're there. So. One great, or maybe terrifying is the right word, but I'm going to say great source of these people is the subreddit Note 7. This is where a lot of the people who really didn't want to let go of these phones, like, congregated, basically. <laughs> and, like, there's a lot of posts on there of of people sharing applications they set up to, like, block system updates or turn off packages that were responsible for some of the downgrades it's it, it's kind of terrifying so what i'm going to do is i'm going to send you some of these comments and you're going to you're going to read them you're going to act the role of a hesitant to return their note 7 owner well i am hesitant to return my note 7 i i'm, I'm gonna hold on let's let's close eyes for a minute get into the role uh my motivation is that uh the tech media is all wrong. <laughs> this is all uh, this is all a big ploy in order to um, sell more iPhone sevens. Evan, you're almost verbatim quoting one of the comments I have here. <laughs> There's no way. The last the last comment I have here is is almost exactly that. So we'll we'll get to that one. Here's your first comment from the Note Seven subreddit. Okay. All right. I'll read these. <clears throat> I'll take my chances. 
Over a million people are still using their Note 7, smiley face. Between now and when I get the essay, I'm willing to bet my phone won't catch fire. Because it won't. Now, if T-Mobile or Sammy bricks the phone, then that's out of my control. But until then, smiley face. Their phone won't catch fire, Corbin. Because, th- because, because they're different. <laughs> they're, to they're, you, built different. they're different. They're built different. I get these people, like, if I was in these people's shoes, right, this would suck. Okay, if I was upgrading from, like, a Note 6, whatever, right? If I was upgrading from a Note 6, uh, I could survive another couple, uh, another year, in worst case, without a new phone upgrade. But, like, yeah, there wasn't really anything like the Note that fulfilled that use case with the stylus and with the note-taking and everything. So they basically just had to, like, deal with a phone that, doesn't suit their needs so i get the denialism i get all of this i empathize with it i get where these people are coming from because at this point and still kind of now samsung was the only company making a good phone with a stylus and yeah there was other parts of the no note that were pretty unique but there's just this like complete disregard for everyone else's safety this might seem like a little bit of a weird takeaway, but when I was reading these comments, the main thing that was jumping out to me is this sounds exactly like anti-vaxxers. You, yes. If you switch out some of the words here, these are the same exact things that... I just won't get COVID. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, I won't get COVID. There's only a couple Note 7s exploded, right? Like, you know... Only yeah. 5% of people have died from COVID or whatever. It's yeah. If you switch out a couple of the words, it's the same exact arguments. And it's the same attitude of like, I'm going to do what I want, even though I could potentially be harming other people with my decision. Right? Like if you have a Note 7 and it yeah. catches fire on a plane, you just put 200 people in danger. Or, you know, we talked about in the last episode that someone's Note 7 caught on fire in their Jeep that was parked in their driveway like that fire could have spread to other vehicles and other houses around there and possibly kill people thankfully no one died and yeah thankfully as far as i know no one ever died from any of these note 7 accidents like i think that probably would have been covered somewhere it for sure and honestly like you know as much as we're you know talking about this as like a disaster like to samsung's credit that a mishandling of that situate of this situation that could have happened if this situation was handled, like, very improperly with the recall, like, it could have been a lot worse. And at the very least, like, now that I'm learning more about it, it seems like they made bad design decisions, reacted properly, got unlucky, and then reacted correctly. And because of that, like, serious injury and worse seems to have been pretty much avoided. Yeah, like, definitely when I was doing the research for this, I can't really think of anything Samsung could have done differently here that would have led to a better outcome, except maybe unless they made the Note 7 have like a replaceable battery and then they wouldn't have needed to recall the whole phone. They could just tell everyone to pop their batteries out and put the put the non-explosive ones in. But yet, but then there, there weren't non-explosive ones. There were, That's kind yeah. of the problem. Yeah. That's the issue is that they couldn't make them. Yeah. Like you said, this phone came out in August. It started blowing up on people. About a week later, I think it was, they started the recall. So that's pretty quick for a, a multinational corporation. 
that's some speed. Yeah. And, and yeah, they, they did well. Yeah. And even though they had already sold like a million or more of these, they had 96% of them back by January. It's pretty good. Regardless, let's go on to the next. Now, now that I'm done basically being like Samsung did a good job here. <laughs> they did the, they did the, they did the textbook. Yeah. Let's make fun of these, of these, these people who aren't giving their notes back. Here's another comment for you. Okay. I have package disabler premium installed and will not fall victim to the first bout of updates released to disable the Note 7. My original Note 7 received an update created by Samsung and pushed out T-Mobile that didn't allow past 20% charge. Totally disabled my phone by forcing it to boot loop upon uh, rebooting. I had no choice but to put a mask on. I mean, I had no choice but to exchange it. I'm glad I did because the exchange phone works great and doesn't overheat. However, I've disabled all the update packages, including updates, firmware updates, and security updates. I will keep my phone. There's nothing better than the Note 7 on the market right now. There's just no other phone that I'm interested in. End quote. So I want to talk to you about Tesla. And now Corbin's like... Oh, like, no. oh no, wrong person to put on it. But one of my favorite things that I love is I drive one and I, I read all the time about like people who have problems with theirs. Like, uh, what is it? There was there was this one thing I saw where this one person was driving a Tesla on the road and all of a sudden their emergency brake, their, their brakes just failed and they crashed into a car. Right. The brakes just gave out. And the first thing that they always say is, best car i ever owned by the way and i'm like no it's yeah. not the best car you ever owned would not have failing brakes right. <laughs> like this is not there are phones that are better than the note 7 on the market and at that point it is any other phone yeah <laughs> like, if your phone is exploding and your car has brakes are failing i it is not very good at the basic thing it's supposed to do right and and at this point Carriers are starting to block the phone from connecting to networks to get these exact people to bring them back. And and like the person in this comment is not only choosing to not bring the phone back, but they're like actively micromanaging the software on their phone to make sure it can't install any more firmware updates. Well, I mean, one cool thing, I guess, is if they didn't want any firmware updates, it's a good thing they bought an Android <laughs> phone. All right. The... <laughs> I saw that one. I saw that one coming, but it was good. But no, these these are, these comments are great. Keep them coming. Let's go. Oh, okay, I've got I've got one more here for you. This is the worst one, or maybe the best. Oh, it's probably going to be my favorite. <laughs> Does anyone personally? <laughs> Does anyone personally know someone whose Note Seven burst into flames? The conspiracy theorist in me says this is just a ploy to get everyone to return their Note 7 as there's no back door for the government to get into. Uh, oh my god. I told you, you, you oh, basically man. read that one earlier. I thought I, I, I thought it was, you know, because of like evil, you know, other corporation. Like it's, it's so Huawei can finally get a 1% foothold in the American market. No, it's, it's pretty funny that like that's real. That's a real comment. I want to believe that one was just a troll, but I really don't know. There were a lot of people like this. And again, like, this is another one where I'm reading it. It's like, oh my God, I heard from way too many of these people in 2020. 
Like, just just swap out the word. Like, does anyone personally know someone who's got COVID? Someone who's someone who died from COVID? Yeah. yeah no, I mean it's 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 the look, government. It's, it's, it's the, the explosions are fun. The explosions are mild, Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a mild case of your hand. It's just a second degree burn. Like it's not even a second degree burns are good for your immune system. It helps. It helps build up your immune system and prevent your prevent your hand from further degree burns. It's so wild. I don't think anything. I don't even know what else to say here, but I do love that there are just note seven denialists like that. That really makes my day. So anyway, that was fun. That was. Yeah. So with most of the phones returned to samsung samsung now had a different problem they had to deal with they expected to sell a lot of note 7s before they started blowing up of course so they already had a lot of motherboards made for the phone they had a lot of the displays made they had a lot of the chipsets they had a bunch of components that they had already manufactured that were going to go into these phones but now the Note 7 was discontinued. So what do they do with all these parts? Well, they make another they phone. They make another phone. On July 2nd, 2017, Samsung reveals the Galaxy Note Fan Edition. And this phone is basically a not blow up Note 7. For real this time. Now that they've, now that they've identified what the issue is. It will not blow up. Right. This phone is identical in hardware and design compared to the original Note 7 with a few minor changes. There was no Samsung logo on the front. The back of the phone now said Galaxy Note Fan Edition instead of Galaxy Note 7. So no one would get it confused with the phone that was blowing up. The battery capacity was reduced from 3,500 milliamps to 3,200 milliamps because, again, the, the main issue, at least the first time, was they were putting too large of a battery in the frame. So now they, they decreased the battery capacity so it would fit. Mm -hmm. And also by this point, the Galaxy S8 had come out, and Samsung usually does two big software refreshes each year when they make like the s phone and then when they make the note so the s8 right. has some new software stuff uh compared to the note 7 and and for this phone samsung brought that to the the fan edition so this could do everything the s8 could do i might have had a newer version of android i'm not sure but yeah basically it was just a note 7 with a different name and a slightly smaller battery and it would not blow up well, those are all big improvements. Those are some good improvements, yes. <laughs> yeah. How did it sell? Because uh, one question I have, right, is so this is the Galaxy Note Fan Edition. Is this the first Fan Edition that Samsung has done? Because Fan Edition has become like a relatively yearly occurrence from Samsung for their, um, at least their Galaxy S series. Yeah. Where it, it is basically their kind of lower tier general consumer model galaxy s it's the peg just below the galaxy s phones but yes this is the actual source of that fan edition branding okay cool uh, because they made this and then in I, I don't know if there were any phones in between but there was this phone and then the one that really kick-started it 
was the Galaxy S20 fan edition that was really popular in yeah. 2019. I believe that's when that came out. Yeah. But that was like three, four years later. I, yeah, I don't know if there were any phones in between them, but yeah, it is it is kind of weird that they reused that brand. Yeah. <laughs> As for how well this sold, this is the interesting part. So Samsung first released this in South Korea, which is, you know, where they're based. And they said yeah. initially that they would only make this in limited batches, I guess, just until they ran out of Note 7 parts. That would That's, that's what right. I would assume. I did see a product listing for it also in the Philippines. I don't know if it was released in any other regions besides those two countries. Definitely never came to the United States or, or Canada or, or anywhere here. I don't know why they didn't try to sell it in America. Assuming they had enough parts, they could have tried selling it to these crazy people who wanted to keep their, their blowy up Note 7s. No, the the blowing up is part of the charm, so it's not going to work out well. For yeah, them. they wouldn't want to get the one with the the government backdoor. The Note Seven is the phone that doesn't have that. Ah, uh, no, but that that's interesting that this was the start of the fan edition thing because it's become like almost a yearly thing in their Galaxy S lineup. They have the twenty, they have the regular S, they have the S Plus, they have the Ultra, at the highest highest end, and then at the lower end they have the fan edition yeah um, yeah now the now the fan edition is the one they make a few months later that has the same hardware but with a cheaper build um my my guess is that it's also just kind of them getting rid of like old inventory like basically every every um every tech company does this they'll have like some new hardware that is essentially just using like older parts from their uh previous generation right, like every single ipod touch Every i the the three hundred dollar iPad is basically there. Yeah. It's kind of wild that the the legacy of the Note Seven <laughs> lives on in the modern Samsung phone. Yeah, I I really do want to know why they reuse that name because it seems like something that like they'd want to release and then just never talk about again. I guess it's yeah. If you don't look into it, you have no idea that this is how it is started. This like the smartphone version of finding out like the origins of BMW. <laughs> yeah, don't look too deep into that man look uh oh, well mercedes look i love all those car companies man and i i've just i've just chosen to ignore all that <laughs> stuff just it's kind of again it's it's crazy how much impact this has had on samsung's phone line and now what's funny is like as we're as i guess we're moving on from the legacy of the note 7 they made a couple notes after that right but like the note line seems to be gone now right so that fan edition came out in july of 2017 in september of 2017 we finally got the galaxy note 8 so there was once again a normal galaxy note phone available that did not blow up that phone was not blowing up so that's good that's a huge improvement from the previous model big improvement and then, you know, they kept going. We got the Note 9 a year later. The Note 10 came out. Then there was the Note 20. They they skipped. They decided to make the numbers based on the year. So in 2020, mm -hmm. we got the Note 20. Oh, that's why they did it? That makes sense. I thought they just wanted to just jump up numbers for whatever reason. Yeah, they, they looked at Chrome and they were like, we can do that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's a pretty solid naming scheme. Yeah. I don't like having to go to Wikipedia every time to figure out when this iPhone came out. 
Well, I, you can always just go to me. I've memorized it. <laughs> you got the chart. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, just tell me an iPhone right now. I'll tell you the year. Go. Uh, <laughs> iPhone go. XR. Uh, the iPhone XR released iPhone XS, which was uh, the 11 came out uh, the year. The 11 came out 2019, 2018. Okay. I have no way of knowing if you're correct. Uh, let me see. Okay. Oh, let, me, let me just check. That's the last thing we do on this, that I'm right. I am right. Good job. Thank you. This is my skill. So, Evan, you got anything you'd like to plug? Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, please. What's your, what's your Twitter? I want like one. It's at Evan Extreme. Okay. Just one follower from this. All right. Everyone has to go follow Evan. That's the rule. You must. Please, 